Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we're excited to feature. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Carlos? Uh, yeah, I'm a 20 year old filmmaker from Mexico. I currently live in Chicago. Um, I'm not currently in Chicago. I came back home for the summer. Uh, but ever since I was like 15 or 16, I've made it a commitment to do short films. I've done short films like once or twice a month. Um, I, I also dabble in, started dabbling in 2019 with, with books. I've done illustrated poetry uh, and essays and short stories. So that's that's what I've been doing. And I just finished my first year in college and everything's going great. Everything's really great right now. That is awesome. So you do poetry as well? Yes, uh, that's... Um, I started doing poetry and that's how I got into doing animation short films. Okay, okay, I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I guess you said you started when you were 15 or 16. What was it that inspired you to get into filmmaking? Oh my God, they, um, YouTubers. Uh, I, I, I know like a bunch of film majors, <laughs> uh, a bunch of their inspirations are like the, these filmmakers, but what really got me into filmmaking to me was uh, YouTubers, especially like uh, YouTubers that did short films. Um, that's what got me because I I had friends that did commercials or acting gigs in, in TV shows or whatever, and I wanted to do that. So when I saw YouTubers do short films and stuff like that, I was like, oh, if they can do it, then so can I. So seeing them do it gave me like um, the, I don't know, strength to do it, I guess, uh, or like the security that I could do it myself. Yeah, I think that's a big step with a lot of with a lot of people is everybody, you know, you see you see Hollywood and think I can never be that. And it's like everybody starts somewhere, but you see it and there's like you don't see a path. And it's really you just kind of have to start and you just kind of go from that. You just have to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I started I started with like my phone and uh, with no tripod, I like stacked up books and boxes the, the same way I'm doing it now. Uh, my computer is like on top of a suitcase. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my sister and I, um, we used to play around. I know we kind of started playing around with like iMovie and we would just turn the, the turn the, and I still do stuff on my phone, everything yeah. on my phone. So it's a lot of, that's what a lot of people do now. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love DIY filmmaking. I, it's yeah. so fun to me. It makes it more, more of a craft because it requires you to be more wow. creative. Yeah, 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 for sure. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so you said you finished your first year um, uh, in college. So I was going to ask um, if I guess if you'd like to talk about kind of if you have any future plans. Um, the next question is, you know, how have you continued to pursue your career in filmmaking? And I know you kind of said that, you know, you've been doing a lot to yourself, but could you kind of you said you were doing a couple of months. So can you talk a little more about that? Yeah, what I did at the beginning of last year was uh, do a short a month. And then I did four. I planned out four. Um, and then by the fourth one, I was like, I I burned myself out. What I did was like at the beginning of March, I announced the projects I was gonna do in March, April, uh, May, and June. And then by May, I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> I, I, I think I burned myself out with like doing four projects at a time, but they are projects like the first one, I just came back from Madrid. I went to a film festival there. And uh, when I was in Madrid, I kind of decided I'm going to take like a, a quick break from social media 
uh, because I kind of like spammed um, like everyone that followed me like all the time with like, okay, uh, I did this project. Okay, but like 10 days passed, but also I have this new one coming up. Uh, but right now what I'm doing is I'm planning a new book release and uh, films that I'm going to do starting in September and so on and so forth. Uh, so planning, planning is like a key thing that I love to do um, with my films. Yeah, I was going to say, you're super organized. I haven't heard a lot of people like you really, I mean, but you've got so many going. So I think that's, that's really amazing that you're planning ahead and, you know, your films. I haven't heard a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back when this film, the the right choice, the, the one that got selected into Swift, I, I kind of knew like the blueprint of what, what I wanted to do. Okay. okay. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So could you tell us a little bit about uh, this film? So the film is called The Right Choice, and it's based off of a short story I wrote a year prior, around the same time, actually, uh, when I was like uh, editing it, um, I was like, oh, my God, I I was editing it. So I have the uh, I have family in Texas and I wrote it while I was like in their couch in Texas. And like a year later, I was editing the film. So it was like a full circle moment. So the film is about uh, this secret organization called WatCorp. Um, I love that acronym. Uh, it, it stands for World Habitants Authority and Trust Organization. And basically there's this kid who finds the cure for cancer and um, he like makes his discovery and it makes the news. But this company is like, uh, we need to silence this kid because uh, there's profits to be made and it, there's more money um, uh, curing, uh, treating a disease than curing it. So it kind of tackles on that. But also I, I wanted to establish in my films like this secret organization that um, that makes sure like the world is in place kind of. And uh, with this film, it was like the first step into adapting uh, my my short stories. So that's where I've, um, I wanted to do that for a long time. And uh, it was so fun doing it with like my friends and I love the story. Oh, I love it. That is so neat. I love you're describing this because I kind of started out just writing stories as a kid, never did yeah. anything with them. I just, that's kind of how I started. And you said that I'm in Texas. So I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But um, I, um, I love how, I love what you're talking, you're, what, you're, you're kind of, um, I love just like your top, your, I shouldn't say topic, but just the story where you're doing like the secretization, but also the fact that you know, you're kind of dealing with, you know, this, these, um, was it, you know, companies that want to, you know, I just think that's, that's a lot of fun. And it, it it's like, kind of reminds me like, I don't know if that's what you're tinning, but it sounds like when you're telling me like, kind of like not a spy movie, but kind of like that thriller. And I, you oh, know, yeah. I, I, was, I love like, um, the giver, you know, kind of like that film. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, like the one thing I wanted to do with that, like the film, uh, it was uh, half and half like a, like a class assignment. So for me, it was like the perfect excuse to just like make myself do it. If I wasn't going to do it on my own, I at least I had to do it for this assignment. So that was definitely like the biggest push for me to do it, uh, to just step out of my comfort zone and to really like say to the world like, hey, I'm, I'm for real. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so um, can I ask a little bit about this idea? You, Where did you kind of, what inspired this idea for the short story in the first place? What was it that, you know, um, what made you, and when did you write this story originally? 
I wrote the story back in November 2021, and I I kind of became obsessed with like like conspiracy theories and like they they always say like oh like like the government's not real like and I saw like a bunch of like um, in the film there's like this conspiracy theory saying like birds aren't real and birds are actually like this monitor device thingy magic. So at the beginning of the film, we had like this chit chat uh, between these two coworkers, and they're like, uh, "We're gonna we're gonna get these birds replaced by a different model." So crows are out, and uh, okay. birds are out. Crows are in. It's like a line in the film, and um, just I loved conspiracy theories, so I wanted um, like like an embodiment of that kind of. Okay. Yeah. I love that. That is so so adventurous and so unique. I love that. That's so fun. Um, yeah, so I guess, um, are there any, any, uh, you're talking about some films in the future, um, are there any ideas, uh, about those films that you'd be willing to share? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've, I, I'm working on writing, uh, the sequel to, to this, not directly. I, I want to tackle like a different thing, but I sure, I I sure want to, like, there's like so many things that you could do with like, um, with like an organization like this, like it's like this, um, it's like this quote unquote character, I guess that uh, you can do so much with it uh, and take uh, many different directions with what you want to do with characters and situations and stuff like that. Uh, but my biggest project that I have right now in in the works is my my new book that um, I I've been announcing or talking about for like months and months, um, and I think I'm gonna release it early 2024. Congratulations. And Thank can you. you. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, my sophomore collection of poetry and essays. It's called Adultish. Uh, it's like a mix of like childish and adult. Uh, um, and it's about how I'm in my, I just started my 20s. And that's the main theme of the book. It's like, I'm not an adult. Like maybe legally I might be an adult, but like technically, no, I'm not. <laughs> so it's like that line of like, college freshman madness <laughs> yeah i love that that is so cool that is so fun yeah it's great for like that that age group you know you're trying to figure yeah. out where you fit in and so i love yeah. i love yeah. that you because you do you feel like you're like oh i don't i don't know if i feel like an adult or not so yeah. i love that. um yeah so uh i guess for more fun question do you have a favorite movie or if you'd like to list your top three? I know this is a really hard question. If you'd like to give some ideas or if you don't, um, or genres or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have two favorite films. Uh, one from my childhood and one from my, like, after 12 years, like 15. I don't know how old was I. But my all-time favorite movie, and I know a lot of film bros are going to hate me, but my, fa- my all-time favorite movie is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that... 2007 version with like Johnny Depp. I know the dialogue both in Spanish and English with the songs. I love that film so much in the way that it's it's so imaginative and I and I and I always wanted to do something that imaginative and it's so heartfelt and I just love everything of that film. It, it kind of just I don't know, it speaks to me. Um and my other favorite film is The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. Um it's, I love those films. And I really, I, I fell in love with like the soundtrack, the story, everything. I listen to the soundtrack sometimes when I'm like working or driving. It's so good. Oh, I love that. That is-
is so neat. And I like how you said that with, um, I haven't seen the second movie, but with Charlie and Chocolate Factory and, you know, I guess a lot of us saw it as kids and it not only, like you said, it is just so creative and yet it has such a simple, simple storyline, but it's, yeah. it's those eternal storylines. You just can never go wrong with it. So I love that. That's, that's so cool. And of course, Johnny Depp's amazing at every party place. So I love that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so we have a few more minutes left. Um, so I'd like to talk about if you um, ask if you have any resources that you would recommend or a piece of advice uh, that you would give to other aspiring student filmmakers. As for resources, I would just say uh, just YouTube in general. Like YouTube is such a, such a great, it's the time to make films on YouTube and everyone's learning and everyone's teaching. And I, I remember just like, like, doing marathons of YouTubers explaining what the rule of thirds was or how to structure a story or how to put a lens on my camera because it kept falling off. <laughs> like simple stuff like that. That that YouTube is like the biggest free resource for me right now. And an advice I would give um, is uh, start with what you have. Like not, you don't have to start uh, doing films with your, like in the most professional way possible. Like I started doing films, like instead of a script or a, a, screen, a screenplay, I just had like a bullet point uh, list on my notes app uh, that I just kept checking off as I went along and just filmed. Uh, or uh, it, you don't have to ha have a shot list if you are gonna be editing yourself kind of, like if you know what you're doing uh, and you're kind of like a one man band, like start with what you have and do it the way that you know how to do it. And then as you go along, of course, learn the traditional way of doing stuff. But when you first start out, just do it however you want it, as long as the final product piece is just like dope. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I think that's great. Like you're, you're saying, because um, people feel like, you know, unless I do this, I know I've done that with like script. Oh, it's, you know, or, or like a beat sheet, you know, like, oh, I need this, this and this. And it's like, if you get it and it's just you, I mean, yeah. what if it, you know, if it works, it may work better that way for you. I mean, the reason they create these, um, you know, these outlines is mainly because you're working with, when you work with so many people and you need everybody on the same page, but if it's just you, yeah. you know, it's you. It's awesome. It, it's uh, like the first films I started doing back in 2019, it was like just me and my phone and like a couple of friends, but I was really just doing like most of the jobs. Like I did sound, but also I did, I, I directed it, but also I wrote it, but also I'm editing it and also I'm distributing it. So um, that's how everyone starts out. I, I imagine like, especially now with this new digital stuff. Yes, it's so open to everybody. And I love that. Um, yeah, and just to kind of end our discussion, I'd like to just, if you'd like to kind of tell um, anything exciting or any stories that you have that you'd like to share um, and just kind of to end with that. Uh, yeah, uh, just two quick little things. Uh, I, I, I had the opportunity to go to Madrid to, to like, a, like a big, like a big boy film festival. I, like I, I, I've been to, to one before this one, it was it was like a very indie, but this one was like it was like a big boy film festival, and I it, like it, they had papers with my name and everything, so that was I was so that was so fun, and I took cool pictures with me like a, a suit and in the red carpet and stuff like that, and just like uh, just to end it, uh, I just want to invite everyone to uh, watch my short films on my YouTube channel. Uh, they're under my name, uh, Carlos Lerma, um, Lerma spelled L E R M A, and yeah, that's about it. 
That's awesome. Well, congratulations, uh, Carlos. It was great having you on the Film Sessions podcast and hearing awesome. your story. Thank you so much for having me. Also, I just want to add, like, I I think that the the Swift in general is, I think it's so admirable what you guys are doing, like doing like this, these kinds of like things for students. Like it's so, it's so cool. <laughs>